Welcome back to Get Fitty With It. I am your co-host, Holly Stark. And I'm your co-host, Mary Sorensen. And today we have a super exciting guest. We have Ashley Elm. Yes, we are so excited to have her on here. Um, we have so many topics that we want to touch upon just in general, like not even just fitness and physical health, but her mental health as well. Um, I think that this is going to be a really great episode with her. And just a little background on how Mary and I know her. So um, at the company that Mary and her are still with, with their, you know, quote unquote day job, um, I was there for a while as well. So when I got hired, Ashley had gotten hired like right before me, like a month or two before me. Um, and so I met her because she was on my team. And then a couple months later, I got Mary hired. Well, okay, I didn't get married hired. I referred Mary. She got hired. Um, so she was on our team as well. So that's sort of how we all all met and connected and and found out like that we had the fitness and and mental health and all that sort of stuff like um yeah and we actually did like a contest thing at work that was called like the biggest loser which hated everything about the challenge but did it anyways (laughs) um and ashley was actually doing it alongside me and so that's kind of when we realized that we both kind of had similar goals and things like that we started talking a little bit more and then of course quarantine hit and so I stalked her on her Instagram and that's how we kind of got this bond and continued to talk about um, wellness. Yeah. And I think that um, she's someone who has a really cool story. So I'm excited for you guys to hear it, but she also is like, um, I don't know, like her energy is just really like fun and playful, I guess. And so I'm excited to hear how that comes through on camera. And she also, I just said also so many times, I'm not going to edit that, um, has a podcast coming out. So she's launching on the same week we are. So at the time you guys are hearing this, we're like many weeks out from launch. But um, yeah, so go listen to hers. It's called Adventure Certified. I believe hers comes out today, actually, on the day that we're recording on 11-15. Oh, is it? And ours comes out tomorrow. 16. Yeah. So, okay. Um, we'll confirm with her, but I believe it comes out 11:15. Um, so you guys are hearing this way after it's already been launched. So go check that out. We'll leave her information in the description bar. But we're really excited to speak to her and go over just like her travels, the way that that affects her mental health, things like that. So. And just a little disclosure, I have a very stuffy nose today. Um, So if I sound different or if I'm like sniffling in the background, I'm trying to get away from my mic and I do it. But just in case you guys hear any of that, I don't want you to think I'm dying of COVID um, because that's like a real thing right now. (laughs) So just a forewarning in case I sound very different in this episode. Yeah, well, let's get started. Well, We'll see you on the other side. Okay, guys, we are here with Ashley Elm. As we said in our intro, We're so excited to have her here with us. She is such a just fun, loving energy. Honestly, she popped into the Zoom room and lifted me uh, to a like higher dimension. (laughs) For real. Yes. You guys are awesome. Hi, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) So Ashley, to start off with, we just want you to tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do. All right. Well, as Holly said, my name is Ashley. I have my... certification in fitness and nutrition. I'm actually currently enrolled to get a certification to be a life coach. So I'm really excited about that. Um, And yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I've was, I've started my fitness journey again, because I kind of let go of myself 
after Have life, real. you know, <laughs> that life happens. <laughs> so I'm really happy to be getting back into it and just kind of figuring out myself along the way. For awesome. sure. I totally feel that. <laughs> And how did you get started? So like, I, you know, I know, I don't know, like your full journey, like I only know pieces of it from working with you and then like, you know, watching on Instagram, but how did you start getting started like on your physical journey? And then how did you also get started on your mental health journey? Cause I know most people don't start those things at the same time. Yeah. So for my fitness journey, it kind of happened when I started working from home, I wanted to get outside and I started walking and I'd walk around the block and I'd be crazy out of breath. Like I couldn't even walk around the block without feeling like I wanted to die. Mm -hmm. So I realized that it was probably about time um, (laughs) to get back into it. So I was, honestly, I was the heaviest I'd ever been at the beginning of this year, just due to like a lot of depression and horrible breakups. You know, you guys probably Mm -hmm. may or may not feel that. So, (laughs) Um, but yeah, so there was, a lot of depression and things in there that kind of caused me to be binge eating. And um, during quarantine, I actually was watching Mary do her Instagram. And and that inspired me to get started. I've actually, I'm down. I mean, the weight on the scale does not matter by any means, like just prefacing this with that, but I am down like 56 pounds this year. So I'm really excited. So that has been really helpful. And then for my mental health journey, it's just kind of, I started to feel a little bit better after that. I've always been really into like personal development books. Uh-huh. So I just started watching somebody on, on Instagram actually. Um, and it just like made me want to better myself. And I've always wanted to help other people. I don't know if you guys are familiar with like the Enneagram test. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm an Enneagram too, which is the helper. And I'm like a people pleaser. That makes sense. Is- <laughs> I know. I was going to say yeah. that hundred percent makes sense. Yeah. So it's like good and bad qualities, obviously just like anybody, but I'm trying to use my Enneagram too, to help others just better themselves and just feel better. Um, because honestly, the way I feel about myself now is just amazing because a couple of years ago, I probably would have told people that I just hated myself and it's just not not in a good place so it's good to be able to finally be up again and yeah yeah. (laughs) I love that Mary we're gonna say something your lips like twitch (laughs) (laughs) I am so bad at interrupting people so I have to like reel it back in um do you feel like like starting your fitness journey like during quarantine uh, like starting over I shouldn't say starting um do you feel like that kick-started like your mental health like journey as well or do you feel like you started them both at the same time? Um, I feel like I started my fitness journey a little bit before I started that mental health journey. I mean like I said I've always been into like personal development mm-hmm. but really implementing it into your life like I think that's is what's that saying it's like um, I don't even know but it's pretty much you know you tell other people what to do, but you don't do it yourself type of thing. Oh yeah, for sure. So that's kind of how, how I was. I was always telling people like, yeah, like let's do this or you should totally do this. You're awesome. Like hyping people up, but not hyping myself up. So it's taken me a really long time and I'm still working on it. Like I'm nowhere near perfect, but I'm really trying to be that hype girl for myself as well because 
if you can't, I mean, this might get a little dark, but if you can't love yourself, like, how do you expect somebody else to love you? For sure. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that so many people like start with their physical fitness and then realize like they have to start working on their mental because me and Mary, I think talked about this in an episode that we were doing yesterday a little bit um, where like if you don't eventually switch that mental, then your physical is not going to continue because you like have to, if you're depressed or you don't love yourself or whatever your case might be or all of it. that's me uh, <laughs> or that was me I should say like then you're phys- you're not going to continue to see those physical changes you want because you're not like respecting yourself basically yeah and I think the biggest thing the biggest reason most people quit their fitness journey is because they're doing it because they hate themselves and not because mm-hmm. they love themselves so you really have to learn to love yourself if you want to continue on the path that you're going because our brain is wired to pretty much be like f you yeah sure and you know when somebody tells you oh you can't do that you just want to show them up and be like yes I can do that Mm -hmm. it's the same thing when you tell yourself something that's why diets are so hard because you tell yourself you can't do something when really you should just acknowledge it and make a choice instead of telling yourself you can't exactly that's kind of what we talked about like she just said in one of our previous episodes we talked about like it's not about restricting things it's like you have to rewire your mind to think like okay I can have this cookie if I want to but like do I need to have this cookie or can I have this salad instead like should I do this or should I you know like having that choice between the two things rather than just being like I can't have any of this yes and something that actually helped me with that mindset I'm going to do a book plug here but it's a book called the goddess revolution oh my god I love that book yeah it's so good good. it really helped me this year realize my like my relationship with food Mm -hmm. because I was just like in the moment like eating things instead of being like okay well how am I going to feel after I eat this like do I really want to feel Mm -hmm. like that and then make a decision from there Yeah. Yeah. And one other thing that I want to touch on that you just kind of were talking about. So that shift from when you're working out because you hate yourself and then you do that mental work and you start working out because you love yourself and you just want to be your best version. Like I know that I've had that shift and it just feels so different when you approach your workouts in that mindset. Like you're just happy that you have this body and that you can move it instead of being like, well, I'm fat and I got to get rid of this. And so can you talk to us a little bit just about like how that shift has been for you? Because I think it's, if you haven't made that shift yet, it's hard to know what it might be like. Yeah. So for me, I noticed it, like you said, like in my workouts. So when I started working out, I was doing it and I was kind of, I would dread it every single day. You know, I'm just like, I don't want to do this. Like, I mean, still to this day, we don't always want to work out like this. Yeah. You know, let's just be real here. But <laughs> uh, I was really dreading it. And even afterwards, I'd be like, okay, like I did it, but I don't really feel amazing right now. Mm-hmm. Whereas now that I actually like I'm doing it for me, I feel like I'm putting 110% into my workouts instead of maybe the 50% I was doing before. And I feel great afterwards. So I think that's just the biggest difference is doing it because you have to, like I said, that mindset, your brain doesn't, like, if you tell yourself you can't do something, you don't really want to do it. And you're just like, eh, like, this is okay, I guess. And then once you really put a hundred percent into it, it's amazing. And you just feel like a glow. After yeah. You just want to keep going. Which is yeah, great. for sure. Love that. 
um where like in your journey in your journey currently that question was not coming out correctly um (laughs) (laughs) you know where do you feel like you're currently at in your journey like in terms of like all different realms like how are you feeling you know I feel great um but I think one of the biggest things, like I mentioned earlier, I'm getting my certification to be a life coach and it's specified in personal development. Like I'm kind of like doing a specific area and I'm doing that to kind of help people realize, including myself, that regardless of where you are in your life, you can always improve. Mm -hmm. Like nobody is perfect. If we were perfect, life would be boring. You know, Mm -hmm. we'd all be the same and it would kind of suck. So I think that's just, so important to realize is regardless of where you are in your life, what your mindset is, there's always things that we could be doing differently and always things um, you could be doing to help others even. Like, okay, if you feel like you're perfect, how can you help others, you know, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. be perfect, even though that doesn't really exist, but you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love that idea because it's like, sometimes you do feel like you're like in a groove and you're like, everything's kind of going right and everything's like going your way and like maybe you feel like you're on track so I love the idea of like well okay but now if you're in this great place how can you make others be in this great place too Mm -hmm. yeah exactly and I think it's just so important to I mean kind of going back a little bit but when you're working out or doing your personal development or whatever it is you really need to show up for yourself and not show up for other people Like, I mean, I get it. Like, you know, sometimes like on Instagram story or whatever, people are like, oh, I'm so motivated by you, but I'm not doing it. Like not to be selfish, but I'm doing it for myself because I love myself and I want to better myself. Um, And if I can help other people along the way, that's amazing. But that's just a huge mindset that I had to try and change because Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, like I just want to help others. And I'm like, wait, I need to help myself in order to actually help other people. Yeah. I feel that a lot. I mean, that's what I used to do for sure. Like I was on my own journey. And then as soon as I became like a coach, um, that's when I started doing it to like help other people. But it was like, I lost myself in that so much that it was like, okay, well now who am I doing this for? Because like, I'm not even happy with what I'm doing. I look miserable. Like I am miserable. Like why, why am I doing this to help other people? If you can't like, if it was me like pouring from an empty cup type of thing. Mm -hmm. So I totally get you on that one. So can you tell us, so I don't know your why behind everything, but Mary had mentioned to me that you had told her your why a while back. And she said that it was just really cool and really powerful to hear. So um, just by the way she talked about it, I wanted one for myself to hear it, but also clearly for our listeners to hear your why. And you don't have to like go in like deep to your why either. Like it can be very like surface level if you want, like just feel free to like as much as you want, yeah, as much as you want. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. It's um, so honestly, well, when I was growing up, I was very, very criticized and not by like friends, um, but by family. Um, I mean, and by friends as well, honestly, like I was always criticized. I wasn't the, the skinny one of my friends. Um, if I put on a pound at family events, I'd get a hug and people would be like, oh, sorry, honey. It looks like you've gained weight. Like it just really, um, yeah, it's just not something that really felt good to me Mm -hmm. growing up like even at family events I was embarrassed to eat dessert so I'd always be like oh I'm just gonna go eat some fruit like which is just horrible for like a little little child to be so embarrassed to eat some chocolate like now I don't really give a crap I'm just gonna stuff my face (laughs) if I want to you know (laughs) 
but I feeling like that growing up was so hard on me. Like it really did make me um, not like myself at all. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to put myself out there. Like I never used to be this like blunt person that I am today. And obviously without my, the way that I was treated in my past, like I wouldn't be where I'm at now. So I am grateful for things, um, but I don't want other people to feel like that. I don't want people to wake up every single day feeling like they hate themselves or feeling like they can't make a change in their life when you absolutely can. Um, I used to be just very reliant and I think it's because of how much I didn't like myself. I was so reliant on other people and friendships, relationships, family. I was just always reliant on other people being there for me when Mm -hmm. I couldn't even be there for myself. So I think just trying to make that um, sorry, I like got teared up. Um, trying to make that mindset is just so important. Um, and like I said, I just don't want other people to feel like they can't do something that they absolutely can. And you can make the change in your life. And, you know, sometimes you need to just cut ties or say what you need to say and mm-hmm. move on. Yeah, for sure. I like, I thankfully didn't have it from the family side, but I remember my best friend growing up, like, cause I was always overweight as a child. And Mary and I kind of talked about this in our food episode and like, I wasn't restricted or anything like that. Like we had everything in our pantry, but I remember my best friend growing up, like, I don't even know why she got mad at me. I don't know. We were like in third grade. So probably something stupid, but I remember she emailed me through our, you know, Yahoo email account <laughs> and basically told me like I was too fat and that she hated it because I never wanted to go outside and walk with her, which one wasn't true, but I remember like how that crushed me. And I just was like, well, I need her as my friend and blah, blah, blah. And then I got older and I realized how much like you do not need people like that in your life. Like mm-hmm. you can find friends who are going to build you up, who are going to inspire you, who are going to motivate you, who are going to cheer you along even when you fail. And so like looking back on that experience, I was just like, why the hell did I care like that much? Like I was crushed. So yeah, it's it's so amazing like how you know just depending on how we're raised or even I mean you were like young we're young like you just don't know any better exactly and um yeah it's just it's really tough I mean I had a friend tell me this is actually funny now but it wasn't funny then type of thing but I had a friend tell me that my stomach looked like a third boob oh my god (laughs) when I was in elementary school which like I mean I was also probably about third grade it's like now I'm like okay I would never say that to somebody because that's not funny but thinking back I'm like that's like what a weird insult (laughs) right right that's what I mean I'm like so that's why I just laugh about it now but I don't have um some people still have friends from high school and I think that's just so amazing that they're able to stay connected I don't I mean I have one person I still talk to from high school but we are four years apart so we really didn't go to school together Mm -hmm. and that's just because I uh, we needed to cut those ties and I wish nothing but the best for those people. You know, I don't hate them. I don't want anything bad to happen to them. They just weren't my people. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like that stuff just like sticks with you too. Like, obviously, like you have a story, like you have a story, like you remember these things that happen. Like I was in Spanish class in high school and this guy, I was wearing shorts and he was like, what are those things on your legs? And they're like stretch marks. Like, (laughs) I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I, it's probably something like a scar or something from 
like something like it like it stretch marks were like the one thing that it was like so embarrassing to have and like thank god the way that you know the wellness community is going now to like embrace those things like if you're bigger or if you're you know you have stretch marks you have like all these different things but back in the day I was like that like still like haunts me shame to have them (laughs) yeah I was like oh it's nothing like don't ever look at that and like I didn't wear shorts for like the rest of that year because it was like I don't want anybody else to see that I didn't realize anybody even noticed that so it's just like crazy how much like people's comments can affect you and like hopefully like I mean all three of us are in the the business of helping people realize like how normal these things are and like how you shouldn't be ashamed of yourself and stuff like that so like I love that that's like the journey that you're on and like the message that you're giving about your why like that just makes my heart so happy (laughs) kind of switching gears a little bit so I know that you went through a lot of different uh sleep schedules and figuring out how to sleep uh and I know you know I have recommended like Alani new sleep stuff like I I've seen you asking for that. So can you tell us a little bit about what your sleep schedule was and sort of how you started to fix it and sort of where you're at now? So I did not have a sleep schedule. And I think that's part of the reason why I struggled so much is I didn't have a routine. People are always talking about their morning routines, but I think it's just as important to talk about your nighttime routine because a good night's sleep is just if you get a good night's sleep, you're going to have a better start to your day the next day. So I do suffer with like, not super insomnia, but like mild, like I go through stages where like, I just don't sleep. So I've been working really hard on finding a nighttime routine because before I was like, okay, like, I don't know, it's eight o'clock. I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed, even though it's still, well, now it's dark outside. But at that time it was still, it was light outside. I'm like, I, you know, and I think I was just, also going to bed too early because I was tired, but then I wasn't sleeping through the night because I went to bed so early type of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was a struggle for me. I've definitely come to a better nighttime routine now. So what I do now, it's like the same every single night. Um, I, well, after work, like I eat and I'll do, I do my workout after work. I don't work out in the morning. Sorry, I know everybody is like, oh, work out in the morning. I don't want Everyone's to. Everyone's different. Like, do what <laughs> works best for you. I don't want to. I don't want to wake up in the morning to do my workout. I've tried it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I feel sick afterwards because I just don't have, an, I don't have enough food in my stomach. Like, I just, I can't do it. So I work out after work. And then I do about 30 to 45 minutes of, like, personal development, whether it's watching, like, some TED Talks or just um, writing down some things or reading some of a, a book. And then I do an hour of no scrolling and no TV. Um, because I found myself scrolling before bed every single night, which I mean, I'm not perfect at it. Sometimes I still do that, but yeah. I'm trying not to because screen time before bed is really bad. So yeah. I have done like no TV, no scrolling. Sometimes I'm on my computer looking things up, but it's always like my me time. So it's researching my goals instead of looking at what other people are doing on Facebook that I don't really care about. Yeah. Um, And then I do a short yoga routine and then I meditate and then I read for 30 minutes and then I go to bed. So I just think, yeah, I've 
realize like the stretching and then the meditation and then just calming down a little bit more with a book has helped me so much like just getting the right mindset instead of turning on the office <laughs> I love the office um I love that it's like watching that before bed has definitely definitely helped me we um talked on our fired up podcast episode um about like morning routine like you said your evening routine is just as important but something that you said that like stuck out is that like the screen time thing because it's so because like okay so in order to research like things that you want like during your me time like you kind of need like your phone or your computer or like whatever it is um holly said like in her morning routine like she does meditations but it's on her phone so like the first thing she's doing is like going onto her phone so i think that it's like really important that you like have changed like switched gears into like okay but if I'm going to be on a screen it's got to be something that's like benefiting me or like something that's beneficial um do you feel like that was like a hard change to make as far as like screen time because like I fall asleep to like Parks and Rec every single night and that's same probably not <laughs> healthy creek. but yeah or just creek for sure um it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be so I actually do have like it's called a passion planner so every single day I plan out my day I write like down goals for the day and it's you know, big goals, personal goals, and work goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always just write things out on my list of what I want to do. And I feel like when I started really mapping out my day, it's not as difficult. I really thought I was going to want to go on Facebook, but I'm like, I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. I, I never want to go on Facebook, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Instagram or TikTok for sure. Yeah. But- yeah, Facebook, Facebook, um, that's where my family's on, so I see all the, gotcha. my brother, and my nephews, and my sister-in-law, and I that love seeing sense. all their stuff, but, but yeah. In so how, <laughs> like, in terms of getting, getting a routine down so you can have a sleep schedule, like, how long did that take? Can you tell us, like, a little bit more about the, the process, I guess, because I'm, I'm sure that you didn't just find all of those things in one day and you're like, okay, tomorrow's Monday. I'm going to XXX. Like that's not how it happens. So can you talk a little bit more about that and kind of figuring out that process that works for you? Yeah. So I started by just trying to figure out like what I can take to fall asleep. Not like that sounds like really illegal. I'm not talking like, illegal. <laughs> no, I get it. I, I mean, but I like, still take Alani sleep almost every yeah, night. <laughs> yeah. I do take that some nights. Um, but I've been trying to think like at first I was like, okay, well, what can I take to help me sleep? Because I'm not sleeping instead of really looking at my own routine. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was just a huge mindset. Like, oh, I don't need to take like z <laughs> every single night. Before. <laughs> I used to do too. I get it. I used to do that as well. And it says like non-habit forming, but when it puts you right to bed, like it's for sure habit forming. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, yes. When you go through like exactly. three bottles in three weeks, you're like, okay, yeah. so that's a problem. <laughs> this has become a habit. <laughs> yeah. And I've always heard people say that screen time before bed is bad. So I was like, so I started with, okay, well, what can I do when I'm not tired yet and not be on a screen? So that's why I was like, okay, I'm going to read before beds for 45 minutes to an hour, kind of depending on how I'm feeling. So that was how that started. But sometimes I was still so wired because, mm-hmm. you know, we, we get fired up throughout the day. We're doing so many things and it's hard to calm down, which is when I started really bringing in like the nighttime meditation um, just to kind of help clear my mind. And then I'd go into just reading like a basic book. So it's just kind of, that's how it evolved. I was like, okay, well, 
let's just build on these a little bit more at a time. And, you know, I'm not, not as flexible as I used to be. So I'm like, okay, let me bring in some like yoga or stretching at night mm -hmm. so I can be more flexible. I mean, yeah, just slowly started that. building on what I felt like I needed. And it's going to be different for everybody. Obviously, everybody needs different things. So yoga might not work for everybody before bed. It might mm -hmm. actually wake you up. You know, it yeah, really depends yeah. on how you, how you work or how you function because everyone's yeah. different. For sure. And not to stay on this question for so long, but I just have a lot of sparking questions here. <laughs> so I know I talk about a lot about meditation. Obviously, I've talked about it on our podcast and then obviously on Instagram. And I use a, a lot of different outlets outlets for meditation so like headspace peloton i like changing it up what are some of the, either the apps or people or what kind of meditation do you just find music because i think it's good to hear what other people use because some people think there's one way of meditating and if you don't like that way it doesn't work and i just want to share that, that that's that's true <laughs> yeah so the me meditations i like are definitely ones where i can lay down and not sit up because yeah. for me it's before i'm going to bed i'm trying to like release that get things out of my mind. So I always need to lay down. Um, I do use Headspace. I also use the Calm app. Um, sometimes I will go on Spotify and I will just look up like, I like the sounds of water, like the sound of the ocean. So sometimes I'll look that up and just like set a timer for about like 10, 15 minutes. So it's not, not too long. And I'll just listen to that and just try and relax. Um, I mean, I do so many different kinds. It really depends on where I'm at that day. Yeah. Because sometimes I don't want to hear somebody talk and sometimes I'm like, <laughs> okay, let me get like a guided meditation because sure. I'm so wired that I need somebody to tell me what to do. <laughs> um, I've also used some of the meditations on Beachbody as well, depending on, um, cause they do, they just released a lot. I think there's like, yeah, like a there's a program, program with the 80 and then there's a three week one. So sometimes I'll pick some of those as well. Just kind of depends on what I need. Awesome. I love that. And then kind of building off of meditation, I know that you're a big avid journaler and I remember, was it two months ago you did your journaling challenge now? Like yeah, time so seems that, unreal for yeah, me. <laughs> that was in August. Um, I don't know. How long ago was that? Oh, whatever. It was a couple a months ago. ago. Time doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Six <laughs> years ago. It's like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I never actually used to journal. I would always write down things that I was grateful for. Like once a week, I just make like a list of things I was grateful for. But um, in August, I made just like journal prompts because I wanted to get into journaling and I felt like I needed those prompts in order to really get into it. Mm -hmm. But now I journal, actually, that's one thing on my nighttime routine. Before I go to bed, I journal everything. And for me, I know journaling is different for everyone, but for yeah. me, it's just pretty much like brain dumping what happened that day mm -hmm. and I love that. How, it's, how it's affected me. Because I know some people will only write down their goals or some people will only write down certain things. But for me, I just write down what happened. Yeah. And I, I think sometimes that. it's like shifting, like sometimes that works. And then sometimes you just want to do gratitude. Like, I think it's mm -hmm. uh, like good to know that you can shift with it. Um, have you ever read the book or looked at the book, Let It Out by Katie Dalebout, Ashley? I have not. No. So that is a book all about journaling and it literally goes into different types of journaling. And so I remember finding that a couple, like a couple of years ago when Katie first launched that book. And I was like, I never knew there was all these different ways to journal. Like, I thought you just had to write down what your day was 
and then, and then reflect on it. And like, sometimes that doesn't work for me because I didn't have anything happen that day or I had a really sad date. I'm like, listen, I don't want to think about this shit anymore. <laughs> so yeah. I just think that on that's- Amazon looking up this book currently. <laughs> I just wrote it down. Um, I have a book list right now. It's so bad, you guys. I have 75 books on my book list. I'm not going to talk about my book list. I'm just asking everybody for Barnes & Noble gift cards or Amazon gift cards or whatever for Christmas so I could buy these books. I'm like, (laughs) when do I have the time to read all of these books? Like, I only read for 30 minutes a day. (laughs) Like, Oh my gosh. I feel you like going off on a tangent here, but I always ask for books for Christmas from my parents. And so the last like five years, well, honestly, since that's little, but especially the last like five years, it's all like personal development books pretty much. Mm -hmm. And so this year I really wanted some new gym clothes. So I had my mom, like I picked it out and she ordered it or whatever, but she's like, it's the first time in so many years that I didn't buy you books. And she's like, and I'm glad like you're learning, but it's nice to buy you something different. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, I don't know how you can have this many books. <laughs> Same. Yeah. That's why I have two bookshelves in my condo and three at your house. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my God. Like my fiance, he's got like a billion books. I've got a bunch of books that I've never read. Just of course you do. <laughs> I, yeah, I have so many books and I just want so many more. I want like pretty much my future house is going to be like the Beauty the and library. the Beast library, but it's oh going to be gosh. like all personal development books. <laughs> Yeah, mine's gonna be like one section of fiction because obviously time to time I like that, and then like this whole wall of personal development. (laughs) As we're still like on like the book topic, I was wondering like because I really need to read. Like I started doing it in the mornings and just like reading as much. Like I do it for like ten minutes or like I'll do ten pages or something like that just to like get me started because I love reading. I'm just like not good at it. And I like, I can't focus my mind. So when you read at night, do you read like personal development or do you read like, or is it more like fiction or is it nonfiction? Like, what do you? I read personal development because if I get into another book, I will not put it down. It's like for personal development, I'm learning, but it's also easy for me to put down because Mm -hmm. I'm not like waiting for the next part of the story. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, because I do really like, like, I, lo- I have, like, all of the Sherlock Holmes books and things like that, and I love reading those, but I can't mm-hmm. put them down. Yeah. So that's not something I can read before bed, otherwise I will literally not sleep. That's, like, literally <laughs> what I was thinking. I was, like, the last time I, like, stayed up and read a book, it was, like, Twilight, so. <laughs> me too. Yeah, Twilight, <laughs> that was me too. That was me too, though. Oh my gosh, I got it. I can't go to bed. It made it just, just like, sound like you up. haven't read a book since, like, 2008. <laughs> I mean, accurate. Like, I feel like I, I have. I just, I'm not very good at reading. That's why, like, I love, like, Audible and, like, things like that. Like, Scribd is a really good one because it's only, like, $8.99, I think. It's an app. So I, like, would rather, like, listen to something and, like, be on the move and, like, doing things because I feel like that, like, makes me focus a little bit more. But I need to start reading, like, actually, like, physically reading. So that's why I wanted to know, like, because I want to, like, add that into my evening routine instead Mm -hmm. of just, like, pop in Parks and Rec on every single night. Um, So I wanted to know, like, which one, because I feel like if you're reading, like, an adventure or, like, Twilight, like, you want to know what's happening, you know? Yeah. Twilight. (laughs) Holly is obsessed with Twilight, not me. (laughs) Okay, I just went down a really bad rabbit hole on TikTok about Twilight, and I just haven't gotten out. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's off topic, though. 
yeah. so let's get back on let's put the train um, back on the track so you talked a lot about an evening routine which i love because i'm really bad at staying with an evening routine i'm really bad at having one but i'm really good at having a morning routine do you have a morning routine and if so what does that look like in comparison to your evening because i feel like oh, said everything i feel yeah. like one i feel like people have one or the other like they're so really good at I one. I do not have a good morning routine at all. Um, I do wake up and I drink hot lemon water every single morning before my coffee or before I do anything else because it is really good for your digestive system. Um, there is someone I follow on Instagram who actually is really big on like hormones because she found out she had a hormonal imbalance and I'm like learning all of these things. It's like, why didn't they teach us this crap in school? school? Oh like, my gosh, preach. I knew nothing like what's a vagina like I don't know sorry right? I, no. I learned how to do math in school and I barely learned that like how do I pay my bills what's inside my vagina I don't know any of that no right right exactly so I've been learning just a lot about um hormone like balancing your hormones and mm-hmm. things like that I really do want to go get my hormones checked um just because she's really inspired me and I'm like hmm, I'm really not like regular with anything so it'd be really yeah good. But that's a little bit off topic, but she drinks like some lemon water every day. Um, so I started implementing that just before mm-hmm. I even drink coffee or anything else. I'll just drink some hot lemon water to help with just my innards and love that. We're actually thing I do in the morning. <laughs> we're actually going to do like an episode on like sexual health and stuff like that. And like, like the reproductive system of women and things like that. So like, maybe we'll have you back for that talk. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I think that's just something we don't talk about and it's just so important as women. Mm-hmm. I think that, and this is again, going off topic, but that's what we do on this podcast when we have interviews. <laughs> um, I think that like, we're just told that you start having sex, you go on birth control and then that's your life. But it's like, mm, that kind of messes with you. Like, and, you know what I yeah, mean? Birth control is so bad for you it's yeah so it really is bad and um it's not a real period no mm-hmm. no so you're not having a period and you really should and i don't know i mean i can go on like a tangent about this Same. but i won't right now um yeah. <laughs> we'll save that for another time <laughs> yeah. but yeah it's just it's it's really bad and i'm just trying to learn more about that because i don't know anything yeah when i yeah, went off birth control that. two years ago that like it was the biggest mind shift for me Mm-hmm. Also, if you want to know some books, uh, let me know. <laughs> I have books I on this topic. <laughs> I, I do as well, yeah. Oh, the woman code is like one of Yeah, I'll say that's one of the biggest ones. <laughs> yeah. um, so I basically for morning routine, like back on track. Um, so just lemon water, no other nope, I literally, plan. I, no, no. I mean, at uh, least it's something though. Like it's something that's routine consistent. and it's something that's consistent. Yeah. So I like that. But I mean, honestly, I've been trying to get a little bit better with a morning routine, Mm -hmm. but I am now going to bed later, so I'm like sleeping it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's, that's all I've got. One thing we really wanted to talk to you about. So something that we like to share about a lot in our episodes is that me and Mary both work, you know, like a a quote unquote nine to five. Like we have this full-time job. It's not like podcasting or fitness or whatever is our full-time job. So how do you balance that full-time job with your physical fitness, but also with like, you know, now your podcast business and your evening routine, like all of those other things that make you, you. 
Uh, I think you really need to write down a list of what your priority priorities are in your life and your number one should always be you. You know, like I, I am my number one priority. Um, and if I was in a relationship, which I'm not right now, but I would still be my number one priority and then my relationship would be number two. You know, like you need to make yourself that priority. Even though I'm working, you know, a nine to five corporate job, I know that to better myself, I need to, I want to do that fitness and I want to do that school for personal development and get that life coach certification. And there are just so many things I want to do to better myself. And even though I may not see those impacts immediately, which I know we like to all have that like immediate gratification. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but that's just not how, how life, life works. works. So I <laughs> no. really need to, um, or everybody just should really realize that their priority and what they're doing today is going to impact tomorrow and next week and next year. So just kind of getting into the right mindset, which is not easy to do by any means. Like it's something you need to work on. Um, and even I still need to work on to this day, but it's once you make that shift, you kind of, it makes it a little bit easier to do all those other things. For sure. Yeah. And like going off of that, like, I guess what kind of advice would you have for like, cause we have a very like stressful job and Holly knows she used to work with us and stuff. Yep. Um, our job can be very stressful and there's days that like, you just want to log off and not do anything and just sit there and be like dead to the world. You know, how do you feel like you could like, how, let me rephrase. Let me start over what advice would you give to someone who's kind of like in that situation where it's like, you're working this corporate job, you're working overtime, you're working, like it's busy, like to refresh yourself and like get yourself back into a better mindset. Well, first thing I would say is sometimes it's okay to not want to do anything. Like if you want to take a day and not do something after work, do that because yeah. if you need that for your headspace, please do it. Mm -hmm. But another thing is thinking about if you're going to be doing that every single day, how are you going to be feeling at the end mm -hmm. of the week? Like if I do that Monday through Friday, how am I going to feel when I wake up on Saturday? I'm going to feel like crap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So again, it's just, it's really hard to do. Like it's like, it's not easy. Um, another thing with being in a stressful job is looking at your stress habits my stress habits used to be eating a Reese's and then getting a huge bag of hot Cheetos and eating the entire bag. Like every time <laughs> I was stressed at my, <laughs> at my old job, um, a coworker of mine, Dan, who you guys yeah. both know, <laughs> Mr. Daniel, he'd see me eating Reese's and hot Cheetos. And he's like, he knew to stay away from me because he knew I was stressed. Like, that's just kind of how it was. Mm -hmm. Um, so I really reevaluated my stress routine. And instead of like eating like crap, I'm like, okay, Every time I say, like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of, like, a good example without, but every time I'm, like, totally done, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to chug this water. Or, I love you that. know, just trying to, like, do different things instead yeah. of falling into those old habits. And even small things like that are going to help you. I love that. Sure. Yeah, I feel like it's so easy to like go into like a like where you just complain about everything when you're stressed, mm -hmm. and then like mm -hmm. you said, like mine was year end like Taco Bell runs, <laughs> like be there till eight thirty nine o'clock, and then hit that Taco Bell on the way home. Yeah. Like, but I love the idea of like finding something like maybe it's like setting an alarm to get up and like 
do some squats or something or like going to refill your glass of water anytime you're stressed or I love that idea of just like simple things that you can put in yeah another thing is if you wake up and say today is going to be a bad day your mind is going to look for reasons Mm -hmm. to make it a bad day yep um but if you wake up and don't have that negative mindset in the morning and you say okay today is going to be a good day your brain's going to look for those reasons why it's a good day Mm -hmm. so it's really finding like the joy in little things like there are some days that usually like one to two days a week I'll write down and it's always work days I don't do this on the weekends I always put on work days is what were three things that you found joy in today I love that and they're they're little things because obviously like I mean even though like the company I work for is awesome Mm -hmm. I don't love what I'm doing like that's not what I want to be doing with the rest of my life yeah so it would be little things like, oh, I laughed with a team member today. Mm-hmm. And I'll just try and like find those little like joys in my day to help me keep that positive mindset. For sure. And um, as I always like to say, that's why you should start your day with, it's a beautiful day to be alive. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I said that at the end of one of my podcast episodes yes. I was recording and I was like, oh my gosh, Holly's going to listen to this and be like, she's stealing what I'm saying. Listen, I got it from I mean, Whitney she's Simmons. From Whitney, yeah. So let's just keep the train going. My girl All Whitney right. got this down. <laughs> Spreading her the, message. What was the other one that you used? A bad day is still a luxury. Yeah, that one like resonates with me a lot where it's like, and that goes along with what you're saying, like find the positives in your day. Cause even if it was this terrible day, like you got yelled at all day, everything went like, try to go back and find those little pieces of joy. And it's like still luxury, like still breathing, still mm-hmm. here. I love that. Yeah. I feel like I end every single comment that I make with like, love that. <laughs> like should probably come up with other things. Cause I'm so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um so we've like hinted a little bit and spoke about your podcast so i know that it's launching same week as us so at when when listeners hear this it's gonna be like weeks afterwards but mm-hmm. tell us about your podcast what's coming what's it about give us all the the deets yes so it's called adventure certified and you'll be able to find it like on spotify apple podcasts or wherever um and i'm really big on traveling. Um, I had a goal this year to visit 12 new states. COVID happened, but I still did it. I'm actually in my 12th state right now. I'm in my hotel room. Oh my so God, I'm super I love that. About that. Wait, where are you uh, right now? I'm, I'm in Iowa. So oh, nice. after okay. we get off this call, I'm going to be heading over to a state park and doing some hiking. Oh my goodness. But, I love yeah. that. Fun. But I'm in my podcast, I'm talking about, I'm kind of mixing my, my travels and personal development because I learned a lot about myself while traveling. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving some personal experiences and just things that I learned on different trips is kind of how that's working. So for example, like I talk about the first time I ever went on the solo vacation. Oh, also I do all, well, most of my vacations I'm by myself. Like I don't go with other people. So um, my first time, my first solo vacation, and then I talked about like learning how important it was to be unplugged and just all those little things because it helped me get into a better mindset and also just motivating people that if you want to do something you should just go out there and do it like Mm -hmm. I'm not waiting for the one I don't even know like if I'm gonna like how am I gonna find this person if I'm stuck in my house all the time you know like (laughs) yeah 
So I'm not going to be just waiting around for somebody to show up to enjoy my life. Like I'm going to enjoy my life now, regardless of if I'm in a relationship or not. So I love that. that. And I know like speaking of solo travel, that was literally my next question was about solo travel. So the first time I solo traveled like fully was when I went to study abroad in Australia, which was like getting so out of my freaking comfort zone like okay never traveled alone let me just go to the other side of the world and (laughs) but I think it really like set me up because now I love going on retreat not that I don't love Brandon obviously but like I love our trips together but I love going on trips myself or going to retreats by myself and things like that so since you love solo travel and I know that you love solo travel can you talk about like some of the benefits you found by doing that and by just being with the yourself for a weekend or a week or whatever it is which I'm sure we'll hear like you said on your podcast but can you give us like a little insider just like a little <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so something that's so awesome with traveling alone is meeting so many people and I know it's been a little bit hard this year just with COVID but people are generally very nice and um, I mean, obviously, and anywhere you go in the world, there's always going to be like some people that you don't really vibe with. But For sure. I've met so many interesting people and so many people with awesome backstories. And it's just not something that I would have done if I was with somebody like I just yeah. be talking to my friend who's sitting next to me. Exactly. You know? So it's really interesting to kind of learn about other people and different like cultures, even state over state, like everybody is so different mm-hmm. in every state. It's so interesting. Um, yeah, it's just, I just love it. Like, it just makes me so happy. I also am able to do what I want to do instead of working on somebody else's agenda. I did go on vacation with one of my friends, um, a couple times this year. I think I went on three vacations with three different friends this year. And one of them is just, it was, it was so much fun. We had a great time. We're just not the same type of traveler. It's like, there were things that I wanted to do that she didn't want to do and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So that made it a little bit challenging. And I'm also the person that like, if I see a sign for something and I want to do it, like, I'm just going to go do it. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to have an agenda because I'm, I'm on my own schedule, which I just think is so great. Um, even with a significant other, you know, sometimes you feel bad, doing something that you know they don't like it's the worst. so it's- <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say I'm so envious of all your solo travels I've never traveled solo like I've never done that and like I anytime I hear like I've got another friend who does that as well and I'm like I wish I would have done that like before I was in a relationship which I can still do it yeah exactly so it's like I could still do that stuff but like you're saying like we went to New York and there was like a thousand food places that I wanted to go to because it's New York and mm-hmm. like he like gets sick of eating whereas like I have a very emotional bond to eating so like I can continue eating give throughout the entire more. day give me, give me yeah <laughs> and so like that's such a and even with friends like you said it's like if you want to go do something and they don't like it's kind of like oh well we're here together like I guess we have to do it all to like whatever we're doing so I definitely feel like that's something I didn't even think about with solo travel are you ever like scared when you like solo travel or like someone like I don't know following you Um, back to your place (laughs) so now she is I'm true crime, so like I have to ask these questions. No, no, no. <laughs> That's like I, what I'm I, of. I always listen to true crime podcasts mm-hmm. too, but I never listen to them when I'm going to vacation. I only listen to them on the way back because I don't yeah. want to like, get 
points. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> but it's not that scary to me. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there are so many times, even the first time I traveled by myself, I had no cell phone reception. So there are a lot of states where I don't, or a lot of places that I don't get cell phone reception. Um, and it did scare me at first because mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know how to get anywhere. I have no sense of direction. I get lost in a parking Same. lot. Like, Same. my life. So, yeah. I'm like, um, left or right? Uh. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> That's totally me. Um, but yeah, so that did scare me at first because mm-hmm. I was just so nervous that I wasn't going to be able to find my way. And sometimes you just got to be the old school and go to a gas station and ask for directions and that made me so nervous the first time because I was yeah. like, I, I don't know what's going on. Um, but yeah. I think other than that, that's the only thing that ever really made me nervous because I just feel so like happy yeah. with myself because I'm learning to actually enjoy like my own company and like I'll have thoughts go in my head and I'm like, okay, like let's think about this. And it's just really good me time thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, Feel like I need to talk to somebody who's like hiking next to me mm-hmm. um I can just be in my own mind and enjoy what's yeah. around me and you can like take breaks when you want to I don't have yeah. that luxury <laughs> like, we That's never get breaks <laughs> like, like, some I, of these hikes I do I'm like I need to like oh my god I can't breathe like, I, yeah I need to like lay down on the ground and <laughs> chill for a minute yeah which like on that topic like I I think that not maybe intentionally but like you do do a lot of like like hikes and like a lot of physical fitness when you do go on these trips was that any time a part of it or was it just like you wanted to be like that's just like an interest of yours like was it ever about fitness or was it just about like you like to hike type of thing it was just about me liking to hike I um I had a trip and I'll I'll go really into this in one of my podcast episodes but I had a trip where I went to like Yellowstone and the Grand Tetons and that was two years ago. So that was before I started really, really traveling alone. And when I saw the Grand Tetons, I started to cry because I felt so at peace and I'd never felt like that before. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized that I wanted to be in nature and I wanted to hike. So that's my thing. That's not mm-hmm. going to be for everybody, obviously. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was just such an emotional experience. And like I said, I'd never felt that before. So I was really like, what the heck is going on? Like, I know I cry all the time, but this is different. Like, what is <laughs> So it was really, um, yeah, that's when I really made that decision that I wanted to, to travel. And that's why I hike, because I love being in nature. And I love just seeing the beauty of all of the other states that we have and mm-hmm. also I want to eventually go more to other countries but we can't really do that right now yeah so. yeah exactly. borders are kind of closed yeah. <laughs> that's what I feel like I like miss out on is like when I go hiking and stuff we don't do it for like physical fitness either like we we're supposed to be doing it for like nature and like being there which is like I we had a big talk this year me and my fiance about like sometimes we don't have to like just continuously go up like we can also do trails that are just like levels so that we can like see everything roses. yeah whereas like I feel like all I see is the dirt that I'm looking at so I don't trip over my own feet so like it's so mm-hmm. nice to like hear that and like have that experience of like just like really taking in nature because that's like what I want to get from like hiking I don't have that right now I feel like I'm just like dying the whole time but I I love that like experience of it 
Yeah, another thing that um, I also go into this a lot in one of my episodes, but something I noticed when I just went to like Starved Rock one time Mm -hmm. was that people were like walking so quickly to get to the like big waterfall or whatever Mm -hmm. it was instead of like taking your time and actually appreciating what's around you. Like you're missing so much by like running from like point A to point B. Yeah. Like relax a little bit you're here to be like in nature, like just be here, be, be present. I is yeah. something I'm really trying to um, work on in my real, in like in real time yeah. is being more present, not just like with myself, but with others as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's something that's so important, especially when you're hiking. Like if you don't make it to point B, think about all the amazing things that you did just see. Yeah. And you yeah. can still appreciate that. So true. Yeah. Um, so as we're kind of wrapping up, we have like three questions left because I know that we want to be respectful of your time and your hike. Um, (laughs) so in terms of looking ahead to 2021, anything like goals that you started setting for yourself or something you're excited for, anything like that, that you want to share? So some, um, I actually am going to be going away for like two months. I'm still going to be working. I'm Mm -hmm. just going to be like, traveling with one of my friends who we travel yeah. really well together because we have so a very fun. similar yeah so that'll be really fun we're going to be going to a couple states I made a goal for myself this year I'm currently 27 so by the time I'm 30 I would really like to hit all of the U.S. states that's amazing I so, love that yeah so I mean obviously like Hawaii and Alaska are going to be a little little challenging <laughs> those flights are super expensive but I have a lot of the east coast to hit up because I really haven't gone a lot of places on the east coast so I'm really excited just to do a little bit more every single year not going Mm -hmm. to do 12 again because that was a lot and I now hit all of my surrounding states so now everything's kind of far (laughs) I feel like that's really cool though that you set that goal and then even despite COVID and like how fucked Mm -hmm. up this year has been that you still stuck to it and made it happen like that is so cool like honestly yeah, and I know, like, there are a lot of people, I've gotten a lot of comments of people kind of, like, hating on that because, you know, because of everything Safety, going on. Yeah, yeah. So, and I completely understand that, but just throwing out this boy, like, I've been very, very safe. I travel, like I said, by myself. I'm hiking, mm-hmm. and there's, like, no one else there, so, um, and I do work from home, so I'm not, like, risking any coworkers or anything like that. Yeah. And I feel like, like we went to Asheville to hike and I feel like a lot of the national parks and like just in general parks, people are being very cautious. People are wearing like masks sometimes. I feel like it's very difficult to hike in a mask, but you're outside. Uh, But they're staying away from you. Like they're keeping their distance and stuff like that. So I do think that, and like you said, you're at home. It's not like you're like going out and like doing all this stuff like afterwards to infect people. Right. Exactly. Um, one question I like to make sure I ask all guests is what are three things you're grateful for today? So I'm grateful for you guys. Let's start with that. This is my Aww. first like interview on a, oh my gosh, you guys, um, on a podcast. <laughs> I'm like really excited about that. Um, I am grateful for just being in my 12th state right now and just actually hitting that really big goal that I set mm-hmm. for myself back in January on a whim. Um, after a breakup, you know, that's kind of where I was in my life. (laughs) Um, and I'm just, I'm, I'm grateful to just be here, you know, like there's 
so many people, you never know how many like days you have. So the fact that I was able to wake up this morning and I'm moving and I'm pumped, I'm just grateful for, for that as well. I love that. I was going to say, I love that too. <laughs> <laughs> we just love you so much. <laughs> um, so our final question and at, like we always put links in our show notes and everything, but tell people where they can find you, where they can find the podcast, everything like that. So people know how to get a hold of you. Yes. So um, I know I mentioned this earlier, but the podcast is Adventure Certified and you can find it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, and you can also find me on Instagram, which is at pink, like the color underscore fit 13. Um, yeah, those are pretty much the things that I, that I go on, but <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Well, awesome. thank you so much for spending time with us. Even when you're traveling, I really yes, appreciate thank it. You so much. And thank you for like shifting my mood today uh, out of like a very weird funk. Um, so I just appreciate you and, and the energy you bring. And I can't wait to hear your podcast and be able to just like listen to your energy on like a day to day basis. Yes, I'm so excited. Yay. I think that you're oh going to do great things for people and if you're listening to this podcast, you're going to love Ashley's podcast. So definitely go give it a listen. I love you guys. Thank you so much for having me. Love <laughs> you. Thank you so much. And guys, we will see you in the outro in just a minute. Okay. So wasn't that just like such a good episode? I, I know I said it 600 times, but I just love her energy. <laughs> love that. <laughs> um, she honestly is such a, she's just such a light. And, like, hearing all the things that she's gone through to get to this point, like, it just is so, it's so motivating to know that no matter what age, and I'm her age, but um, no matter what age you are, like, you can still start over and you can still, like, continue to work on yourself and continue, like, your growth and your journey and everything like that. Yeah, like, you can always keep, you can always start, I guess that's what I'm trying to say, mm -hmm. like, no matter yeah. what. Um, Which I feel like I is, like, such a common theme for us yeah in our podcast sure. is like just start like start little things and she she mentioned that in a ton of the things that she said like with her evening routine and like even her morning routine I know it's not like a routine like you see other people's but like even just like having that consistency like doing the lemon water like starting one little thing at a time like that's yeah. how, like to implement those things is just start yeah exactly for sure for sure so um because we always do this in interview episodes what's three things you're grateful for today I am grateful for my health um I know that we've been talking about that a lot um but just being healthy not having COVID now that I know like literally a hundred people with COVID and close to our families both of our parents well not my parents but John's parents have um COVID currently and it just it's we're very fortunate to not have gotten it yet. Um, hopefully, knock on wood, it does not happen, but um, very grateful for that. Um, I'm also very grateful for the position that I'm in currently, um, to have a job, to have a house, to have means to, you know, provide food and things like that to his family members. Um, and I guess third would be like family. Like my mom helps me out so much. His parents help us out so much. We've got a loving family. We've got people who are there for us. Um, and yeah, so that's, that's what I'm grateful for. 
What about you? What are your three things? So my first one's kind of similar, like happy for my health, but also because my dad does have COVID, happy that it's a very mild case. And like, obviously knock on wood, you know, hopefully it stays that way. Um, But because it's obviously so close to home, like knowing that he seems like he's going to be okay is Mm -hmm. like very grateful for that. Um, Number two would be for Brandon. I just have been having a rough couple of days, which I will be ready to talk about later. Uh, But he's just been so good and supportive and just like that rubbing on my back kind of thing it's just like mm-hmm. all you need sometimes <laughs> yeah no, and then for sure. my third thing which is fitting to what I'm going through currently but I'm just grateful for my cats uh I love them and yeah. that's where I'm at <laughs> <laughs> definitely definitely um, as always, with every guest, we'll make sure, you know, we have all of Ashley's stuff for her podcast and for her Instagram and everything down below. And then don't forget, you can go follow us or ask us questions on our Instagram over at getfittywithitpod. Or you can email us at getfittywithitpod at gmail.com. And then until next time, remember to go subscribe, like, comment, whatever platform you're on. I know they all have different words, follow, whatever. Um, So you can come back with us next Monday and keep hanging out with us because we love you and appreciate you. Yes. We will see you next time. Bye.